And honestly, how not easy, but how simple the instructions are as well. Right. Follow all these laws. Do not turn from them to the right or the left. Don't don't stray from God's word here. You follow this and you will be successful wherever you go. Because God says, I'll be with you. And I think that's one of the most significant statements. I will be with you wherever you go. I will be with you. If you're up on the lake, I'm going to be with you. If you're on a river, if you're on a highway, if you're at work, if you're at home, if you're in church, if you're in the city, you're in the country, wherever you are, I'm going to be with you. You can't get better than that. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Eric Barfell, another pastor. Pastor Eric Barfell. It's me. Youth pastor. Good to be here. Guy. Thanks for having me today. It's good to be back. It's I'm been a while. You're... It's been a while. Well, you know what? You're busy sometimes. And I'll say, Eric. I'm busy all the time. Eric. Well, you're too busy sometimes. Eric, you want to help me? <laughs> I can't do it today, Bill. So, But I'm glad you did today. I was glad, actually, because I came in. I didn't know if you'd want to do it or not, but I thought this would be a good show for you. Oh, yeah. Last time you asked me, I was, I was doing my brother's wedding. That, that was just was? a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So I do invite him, actually, believe it or not. I do invite this cat to come with me from time to time and do the show. And today I got him here, so I was pretty excited about that. But, you know, when I was a teenager, they would have Sunday morning church and Sunday night church. And so the pastor said on Sunday morning he was going to talk about success and how to be successful. And now I'm probably 15 or 16 years old, but I'm really mm-hmm. tuned into that topic. Interested on the idea Absolutely. of success. Yeah, right, right. So I go there, and I, and he, and I listen to the sermon. He was preaching through the book of Joshua, and it was that passage, which we'll talk about in the show, that says, you know, if you meditate on God's law and you do it, you know, mm-hmm. you're careful to obey everything written in it. And then you will be prosperous and successful. And I was kind of waiting for a recipe of, well, hey, if you do this and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. uh, get to sleep this time and you read this, these many books and you work this many hours or whatever it's going to be. I have no idea what I was expecting, to be honest <laughs> with you. Some Tony Robbins pump up kind yeah, of. Yeah, right. I, I wasn't expecting, read your Bible and do what it says. I was not <laughs> yeah, expecting right. that. But if that is true. I mean, it is what the Bible says. But when you think about the world and the world's definition of success or our friend's definition of success, I mean, what kind of things have you heard, you know, as far as this is what success looks like? Um, the, the whole, like being able to buy whatever you want, whenever you want, being able to, uh, go and do travel wherever you want. And like money, I guess it comes down to finances, being able to buy stuff, being able to have all the cool toys, all the newest, latest, greatest, biggest TV kind of a thing. Right. Of course, Uh, I don't care about that. Like biggest, like I've had the same TV, I bet 10, 12 years. Right. I don't even care. It's right. like, it works. I don't want a giant TV. In Have you seen room. my cars? They are, in fact, the biggest and the best. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I do think it's true, though, because all my days growing up, this is the kind of stuff I would hear. And even if I got a, I don't know, grandma used to write, and she would just say that, oh, hey, so-and-so is so successful. 
and they're making so much money mm -hmm. because that was always the definition of, of the success that I grew up with. It was, if you make a lot of money, then you're successful. If you have a certain amount of yeah. fame or if you've climbed the ladder to be the boss yep. or CEO or yep. whatever it is, you have some type of power, some type of prestige, uh, you have possessions. These would be the things that go into it where I would always think that success is attaining your goals. That's what success is. Like I didn't set out to be rich. I wanted to be a pastor. Right. So to me, right. measuring my life by how many dollars that I have could never be an accurate measurement <laughs> yeah. of success sure. because I didn't set out to do that. It'd mm -hmm. almost be like, you know, saying, well, yeah, if you're a marathon runner, you're successful. Well, yeah, if you set out to do that, but not everyone yeah. sets out to do that kind of stuff. Right. I just want to run, run, you know, normal. Right. Run. So, but here's a definition. I really like this one. Success. <laughs> here's how they define it. It's the opposite of failure. Well, that's that's probably true. Uh, it is the status of having achieved and accomplished an aim or objective. Being successful means the achievement of desired vision and planned goals. Furthermore, success can be a certain social status that describes a prosperous person that could have gained fame for a favorable outcome. The dictionary describes success as the following, attainable wealth, prosperity, and fame. Now, I think this is where the confusion comes in because a lot of people stick right there. It's attaining wealth, prosperity, and fame. It's gaining fame. It's being prosperous. That success. I like the first part. It no. It what it is. It's having achieved your objective. That's what success is. It's whatever your stated goals are. So if you wanted to build a business, not that maybe you wanted to get rich off it, maybe you wanted to do something to help people. Some people go out there and they want to be a social worker. For them, mm -hmm. they don't get paid a lot to be a social worker. Their right. measurement of success could would have to be based on how many people did I help, yeah. not based on how much money did I make. Go back to school, finish that degree kind of thing. Right. Just have that that goal in mind. And I think a lot of times about like new year's resolutions, cause that is so uh, like widely accepted as something that I will not be successful in. Okay. You will be very successful in the first five to seven days and you have one failure and you're like, okay, back to my old ways. Not going to even try. It's like, no, if we re rearrange our thinking here, and have a goal in mind for the year. Right. Break it down. You know, what is what is your goal for this month? In the smaller picture or a smaller piece of the bigger picture of the whole year, how can we work towards that? And so sometimes people fall off the wagon as far as their New Year's resolutions or their goal or whatever. It's like, no, pick yourself back up and keep working towards right. it. Just because you fail one time doesn't mean you're just unsuccessful. Yeah. And I think too, you know, a lot of times when you're trying to attain something, it's not, you're not going to, it's not going to happen in a day. Exactly. Like you might set your goal. Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds. You know, you, not you, of course, but you know, some people might have those kind of goals and that's not going to happen in a week exactly. unless you get COVID. <laughs> it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to take time and, and effort. And you can't just get discouraged when, wow, you know, this week I only lost one pound or I only lost a half a pound. Well, listen, keep eating right, keep exercising, mm -hmm. it's going to pay off, just keep going and doing the same, the right thing. So I think for some people, just getting started, it's a big deal for achieving a goal, just keeping after it is a big deal. But it does take courage. And I think success is, is definitely accomplishing stated goals, but it takes courage because it says in Joshua 1, 7 through 9, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it from the right or to the left you may be successful wherever you go. So he goes, hey, listen, I want you to be successful. And 
here's where he starts. You got to be strong and very courageous. Mm-hmm. And even in following scripture and doing that, it takes being strong and being courageous. You've got to be absolutely determined. And I think that any system you're in, this is a system of, I believe in God. I believe he blesses my life. I need to do what God wants me to do. And when God does what he, what I want him to do, what he wants me to do, then I'm going to be successful and he's going to bless my life. I think that's part of the thinking here. Any system that you're going to ascribe to, you're going to have to stay with it and believe that certain good patterns are going to pay off, like running or cutting down sugar or saving money, you know, where you're going to get into it. And yeah, you might save money and this week it doesn't seem like much got saved and maybe in a month, wow, it doesn't seem like it really got that far. You keep after it, keep after it, keep yeah. after it. It's going to, it's going to mount up over time Yeah, and, and it's, you're going to have success over time, but you've got to keep after certain patterns. Exactly. You know, I think, I think about this verse in the greater context of what's going on. This is right after Moses, uh, there he's leading the Israelites, has just passed away. Mm-hmm. Joshua was his second in command. Now, and the verse, uh, the verses before this literally say, "Moses, my servant, is dead. Joshua, you now take these people, and and then be strong and courageous. Take you're going to be the one to take them into the promised land." Right. So it's like, uh, in my context, if you were just no longer all of a sudden. Eric, you're going to lead these, you're going to be the new pa- That Yeah, that would terrify me. Right. How much experience did Joshua have? I don't know. It doesn't seem like a whole lot. Yeah, sure, he learned a lot being under Moses. Right. But now he has this opportunity where he is the, the leader, right. the head honcho guy. So is there a great deal of, of fear in there? Oh, absolutely. A right. tremendous fear of right. failure where, where the Lord promised or says to him, be strong and very courageous, follow all these laws, that you may be successful wherever you go. Right. What a tremendous promise that is. And honestly, how not easy, but how simple the instructions are as well. Right. Follow all these laws. Do not turn from them to the right or the left. Don't don't stray from God's word here. You follow this and you will be successful wherever you go. Right. Simple, yes. Easy, no. Right. Well, Joshua was, I mean, he would have been through the 40 years of wandering, he was he's one of the 12 spies that got sent mm-hmm. out 40 years prior. Uh, he was definitely already a leader then. Uh, he was their, certainly their military general. So, I mean, this guy had a lot of experience, especially when it came to battle, and that was the next step up for them. It was to go conquer the land, and so he's the perfect leader to fit into it, but it is still daunting. And I think that when you're telling somebody, listen, you got to be strong and courageous, sometimes the being strong and courageous is saying, listen, this isn't going to fly. Yeah, this is how we have to behave. You think at the end of his life and after they've conquered the land and how he tells people, listen, as for me and my house, we will serve mm-hmm. the Lord. We exactly. will. And I don't care what the rest of you are going to be doing, but this is what I'm going to be doing. And to be that kind of person, because right. he's going to go into a, a, to a, a, a foreign country, B, a country that's so bad that God is having the Jewish people take them over because of all the nonsense right. that they do right. and all the garbage they do. And so they're actually being, it's almost kind of like, not only is it a blessing to uh, Israel, but it's also a cursing on those people because of all the many rampant moral Mm -hmm. failures they had had. And so here's a group of people coming in. You can't get caught up in that, Joshua. You can't get caught up. You have to be the person, you got to be strong and courageous because here's what I want you to do. I want you to obey everything Moses said. That's what you got to do. And you're going to be around a lot of people who don't. I'm, because mm-hmm. his mission is yeah. not like, hey, listen, here's your mission. You're going to stay at this beautiful oasis, all you and the people, and you're going to be right. camped out. You're going to do nothing. 
he's being sent into the world around him. Yeah, and, and because he's found success in in doing just this, not turning to the right or to the left of, you know, staying true, staying strong on God's right. word, that's why at the end of the book he has that verse, ask for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. I have essentially saying, I have found success in doing this, in right. doing right, in doing what is asked of me. I'm going to keep on doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, I would agree with that because I think that you have to do, and you have to believe that if I continue to do the right thing over and over again, there's going to be a payoff. I think of people coming out, sometimes they, they could be out of addiction or just out of the world, and they have bad patterns that they've learned. You know, maybe they're more susceptible to what their friends say. They want to please mm -hmm. their friends. Uh, they're used to, if they're stressed out, uh, turning to alcohol, turning to drugs and things like that. And now they're trying to unlearn those patterns. You have to believe that, hey, if I keep doing the right thing, because sometimes for those people too, it's like, well, man, you know, I turned my life around and now I got this court date. I might have to go to jail and I don't mm -hmm. know what the ramifications are sure. going to be. And I always tell them, plant a good harvest, you'll reap a good, or plant good seed, you'll reap a good harvest. Yeah. If you just have to keep planting good seed in your life. And I would say for me, good seed would be be moral, be honest, be hardworking, uh, be a reliable person. That's the kind of person, you know, that I want to be, you know, I want to follow what God has to say. I want to do it consistently. I'm not interested in what everyone else is doing because I'm here for a different purpose. And I think that that comes to the point of where you realize success is based in God that you can't do it without him because it says in mm -hmm. uh, verse 8 of Joshua 1, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you'll be prosperous and successful. Again, it's a repeat of verse 7, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. And that's really where... You, you see the key to success is having God's blessing in your life. It's mm -hmm. not like yeah. in our world today, I think they, there's a, a thought that I detect out there, just seeing it on Instagram and whatnot. If you have enough positive thoughts, if you have enough, if you just envision enough positive things, positive things are going to happen. You're going to make me throw up. Stop. Where, where I look Stop. at it and say this, no, it, when you, when you're doing the right thing, positive things are going to happen. Yeah. When I think there's affirmation the Lord, in it as well. There's peace in it as well. Right. When you're just trusting God, like I, I look at my property, you know, I have a beautiful property, a beautiful house. I love my wife. I love my life. It's, I look at God as being the one who provided those things. I don't look at it like, well, I went and did these things and thought happy thoughts until it happened. I prayed about these things. I prayed, Lord, yeah. I need a house. I need a place to live. I need, and God was yeah, providing definitely. that. And God, before I ever showed up in Ohio, already knew that I would need a house after so many years of being here. He already knew what he wanted me to do. He was already working out all these details. Before all the chaos of COVID even was hitting, God already knows what I'm going to go through. He's already working out all these details. Like my life is, I'm, I'm looking to him. I don't believe in my lucky stars. I don't believe in horoscopes. I don't That's good. believe in any of that kind of thing, like stars are guiding my life or my destiny. I'm looking for God, mm -hmm. and God says, I want you to just obey me. That's all I want you to do. If you obey me and follow me, I'll take care of you. Yep. It's just that simple. I'll take care of you. You you take care of me, I'll yeah. take care of you. There it is. Yeah, you do you do what's right. I, I want to believe that, that good things will follow. Maybe right. not 100% of the time. Some obstacles will come up. Definitely, that's, that's going to happen. Right. But how you react to those obstacles, how you choose to continue after those obstacles, you can you still have the power to do what is right, right. To, and choose right for yourself. I would I would highly recommend praying. I would highly recommend mm -hmm. people pray and seek God. God says if you if you seek me, you're going to find me. Mm -hmm. I think it's, yep. a, it's a key in life. Now he says here, meditate on the book of the law, so the Bible. Meditate on it day and night. I would say 
you know, open up your Bible, get familiar with it. Uh, Psalm 1 says, basically, stop hanging around with people who are going the wrong direction. The seed is corner. Stop taking counsel from these people. Get in the Bible. He said, if you do that, it says at the end of Psalm 1, you're going to be like a tree planted by rivers of water. And I've been out in the desert, and you've been out, you've been out west, oh, yeah. too, a lot of times. And what you'll see Live there. is whenever you see a river or a stream, you'll see trees. Like, I'm thinking, like, South Dakota when we travel through there. Mm-hmm. It'll be all prairie just all grass, and then you see trees, and you always knew there was water there. And what he said is, you're going to be like that tree in a dry and arid place where there's water always if you're the person. Yep. You're going to be like that strong tree yep. if you just get into my word. And I think we should just take that seriously. Yeah, and I love that analogy as well because there's times where we just need to soak it up too in in the, every sense of the word just saturate ourselves completely and and i think also our desire for it will increase as well because sometimes especially when you're in the habit of not doing it and you need to be in the habit of doing it it's very difficult to even want that for yourself right unfortunately people coming from any sort of addiction people wasting so much time uh viewing pornography there needs to be a substitute for that it's great that you've left those old ways. And I think some people revert back to those old ways because they don't know what to fill um, this newfound time and energy with. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you replace that with the desire and the pursuit um, for increased faith, for more knowledge of God to get to know him better, certainly you will find it. You will you will see results in your prayers as well. Just the more that you're in it and your faith will increase tremendously through that. And so all that to say like, yes, once you leave that, the bad stuff behind, turn to the good stuff and be rooted in that. Right. And just want that more and more. And it's hard to like want something you don't actually want, especially if it's new and new practice and new discipline. But the more you do it, the more accustomed you get to it, and then the, your day, you skip a day on accident, whatever. It's like, oh, I, I got to go right. back and catch up in my in my Bible plan. Right. I got I got to I missed a day. I need to get back right. into right. into the habit here. Right. And so again, sometimes people fall off the wagon. Don't quit. Get back on where you left up and and catch back up. Sure, it might take some time, but like stay with it. Right. I think too, it's like you said, the practice of just picking up the Bible, reading it. Doing what it says. I mean, that's simply stated. Just you read it, you see God inspire you in a certain direction, and you go with it. And then you're going to meditate on the Bible and obey it. Then he says you'll be prosperous and successful. Now, there's this one uh, young lady. I've known her for a long, long time. And I see her show up on Instagram. If, If I were to go back two years and look at her page, one year, look at her page, three years ago, three days ago, you see the same thing over and over again. I've got to stop listening to other people. I need to make time for myself. I need to figure myself out. I've got, and I'm like, you say, you are the one who's setting yourself up as a person to come to me and I'm going to help you figure stuff out and I'm going to coach you along. And I read these things and I'm like, you're saying the same thing every year. You don't, you, no there's change. never any change. Yeah. You're, you're saying the same exact things. You still haven't figured it out. You still haven't found yourself where I look at these things and say, you know what? You're, you're chasing your tail. Basically is all you're doing. Get into the word, start obeying it, 
then you'll be prosperous because God says, I'll be with you. And I think that's one of the most significant statements. I will be with you wherever you go, wherever mm-hmm. you go. I will be with you. If, if you're up on the lake, I'm going to be with you. If you're on a river, if you're on a highway, if you're at work, if you're at home, if you're in church, if you're in the city, you're in the country, wherever you are, I'm going to be with you. You can't get better than that. Yeah, definitely. And what a tremendous promise as right. well that God is with us. Right. And uh, it he's He's true and faithful in it as well and that he always is with us. Right. Which book, is always great to think back to. Right. The book of Ecclesiastes I love it. It's one of my favorite books. And it deals a lot with life. And it says, you know, basically at the end of the book, he says, you got to fear God and keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. He was trying to figure out life. And he had possessions. He had women. He had wine. He had all these things. He said that you would think that you would want. He couldn't figure it out. He finally comes down the end of it. He says, this is basically all we have to worry about. Just fear God, keep his commandments, and life's going to make sense to you. Mm -hmm. He even suggests in... In Ecclesiastes, can you live apart from God? Who can even find joy? Who can find contentment? Who's able to do it if you don't have God in your life? So you never want to be where I'm going to dismiss or I don't really think I need to worry about my spiritual life. I just need to worry about going to work today. I just need to worry about being comfortable. I just need to worry about maybe we'll have some snacks and watch the game and this and that. And that's all I'm going to worry about in life. There is a spiritual component. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? Truly, I think the same thing about marriage time and time again. Um, Who is it, Paul, where he's talking about, hey, we need to, you know, serve your spouse above yourself. And that is the great mystery. Like you focus on that. You focus on serving the Lord first and foremost and all other things fall into place. And it's just like, how? Right. That, That makes no sense to me. Right. And. Anyway, that's, that's a whole other rabbit trail. Well, I mean, being trail, longer but... down the path, it does to me because, you know, I realize, hey, if I, the, the things I want are based in helping my wife get the things she wants. So, you know, our relationship right. is a mutual, yeah, it's a totally mutual thing. But you're right. It, even if you don't understand everything or why, it's just a matter of doing it and saying, well, I don't know why God wants to be honest all the time, but he said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm-hmm. And that's it blows my be. mind every time. Right. How, how it's going to be. It doesn't matter, you know, if no one else is working hard. He says, work hard. I'm going to work hard. So if you want to be successful, here here it is. It is accomplishing your stated goals. It does take courage to get out there, continue repeated patterns, doing the right thing. It is based in God, clearly, because we got to meditate on the Bible, obey it. It says, then you'll be prosperous and successful. And God says, I'll be with you wherever you go. You guys all have a great and awesome week.